Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired. Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there. The real world is twisted, and to me it ain't fair. Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head. The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Welcome back. You've been enjoying my podcast or my YouTube channel. Please subscribe and hit that like button. Came across something today that just shows how crazy and upside down our world has become. I know pronouns are a hot topic, especially in the trans community, that they want people to use their pronouns. And then you get all these weird pronouns that are just seem like they're made up. But now we're seeing a situation about someone getting in trouble because they wanted to use pronouns. I'm on New York Post. This article is dated May 20th, 2023. The headline is Christian New York University reportedly fires two employees for using pronouns in the email signature. Two staffers at a private Christian university in upstate New York were fired for using their pronouns in their work email, according to the report. Now, first of all, it's private and Christian, most likely conservative Christian. Houghton University administrators asked resident hall directors Reagan Zella, 27, and Shua Wilmot, 29, to remove she, her, and he, him from their school-associated email account, the New York Times reported. Ziella and Wilmont were relieved of their duties, quote, effectively immediately after refusing to do so. So they wanted to put the pronouns in there. They were told they could not use pronouns, and they were fired for refusing to do so. Now, we get in with situations where you don't use pronouns and you get in trouble or don't use the correct pronouns or assume the wrong pronouns. And there's plenty of videos either on TikTok or YouTube of a transgender person, usually a transgender woman, freaking out because someone is not referring to them as a she and they're referring to the trans woman as a he and the person is freaking out tearing up the store and there's several very well-known YouTubes for or TikToks or videos of that but here we get a situation where a person wants to use the pronoun for themselves just in the email and they're being told no you have to remove it out of your business your school-associated email account. Zella shared a letter from the university dated April 19th explaining she was, quote, in violation of institutional policy. She was barred from having an on-campus presence where she was only allowed to leave her apartment to either get her mail or get her meals from the university's dining hall. Zella and Wilmont said they included their pronouns due to their first names being gender-neutral and in the past have been misgendered by corresponding emails. Now, first of all, I find this hilarious that you get two employees from a conservative Christian school getting pissed off at being misgendered. That, that seems to be the, the whole message or the, one of the main things I hear from the trans community is the fact that they're constantly being misgendered. And there's like plenty of TikToks or YouTubes of someone in their car crying by saying, I was constantly being misgendered today, even though I corrected them over and over and over again. And they're just bawling. And, and obviously the conservatives are mocking them, making fun of them. But now we have <laughs> the pendulum has swung a little bit where... A conservatives 
are upset because it's like, oh, I'm thinking we're being misgendered and we don't like that. So we want our pronouns in our email. Now, I, I sort of get it because of their two first names. The young lady's first name is Reagan. I've known one woman known called Reagan, but you would think that could be a guy's name. Shua, S-H-U-A, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, is a guy. And that one I would not assume. Now, Reagan, I probably think more female because the one Reagan I know is female. So I would think maybe, but I can see someone assuming she is a man and Shua not knowing I could see that be being a woman and they just constantly get misidentified in emails when they say, well, no, she's going to handle it. And it's like, who's she? There's no she in this email conversation. It's all men. So I think it just, there is a little bit of irony in the, the fact that conservative Christians are the ones pushing back on the whole pronoun narratives, and especially to me, the made up ones. Now, if a trans person, trans woman says, I will want you to call me she, her, I'll do my best to try that. I mean, sometimes it's hard, especially if their voice sounds very masculine and they're looking masculine. And the same thing for a, a woman. A uh, trans man. I, I'll do my best, but I, I just find it very ironic that it is on the conservative Christian side now. Quote, I've been mistaken for a woman over email, Wilmont said in the video. When someone misgenders me, it sometimes makes them uncomfortable. So let me avoid that professionally by pointing my pronouns in my signature so you know that you're writing to a man. And I, I can understand that. At the same time, by putting your pronouns in your email signature, and say you do that on your personal signature or your profiles and stuff like that, a lot of people might assume you're on the left side of the political aisle. Now, that assumption may be incorrect, but I, I would bet if, if I am pull up a TikTok or a Twitter profile and I'm reading the profile and I see a, a he, him, she, her in the Twitter pronouns or profile, I'm going to immediately assume they're a Democrat, they're a liberal, they're a Biden supporter. Now, once again, just like you pull up a, a Twitter handle and you see an American flag in there, you're most likely going to think, hey, that's or a cross, that they're a Christian, that they're a Trump supporter. And there's a lot of people in the middle that are neither and, and you will misidentify. I bet a good 75% of the time I'll be right. And I did hear one time where recruiters were actually saying, uh, especially uh, mid-sized companies, not the large companies that have gone completely woke, but mid-sized companies that have not fully gone woke. I mean, they recognize LBGTQ plus rights. At the same time, they're not doing all the big events like the larger corporations will to embrace them into their culture. Just like, okay, we, we know we cannot discriminate against them or we get sued. That a lot of these companies, when they get a resume and it has their pronouns somewhere in the resume, they immediately gets tossed because like I said, they immediately think this person is a far less extremist social justice warrior and that they're going to come in here and 
create a lot of problems trying to make all these changes to be a social justice warrior rather than doing their job. So they immediately toss the resume. Now, right or wrong, I have seen recruiters do that. And and I can understand that. I mean, I've seen things on resumes that would tell me you're not a team player or I'm just not like really sure about your attitude just by the, the wording or even during an interview. So having your, your pronouns from a Christian side that they're pushing it back at, against the pronouns because they think they're fighting the transgender movement. And that's why they had created a policy saying you cannot put your pronouns in the company email. Back to the article, Reagan is also a dual gender name, Zella added. I know many men and women who've had the name Reagan. From a practicality point, it's helpful to say what my pronouns are. It is pretty standard industry practice. In, in today's world, she is correct. In today's world, my company, we have an option to put in our pronouns in our emails. And I see a lot of times I get emails from people and I see their pronouns back there. Then, um, then I'll see some funny ones where people that are, I can probably tell, are more conservative will put funny things in their pronouns. So today that's correct. But at the same time, what would happen 20 years ago before, I mean, five years ago before pronouns was an issue, what would these people have done? Back to the article, Zella's letter of termination also cited she was relieved for defamatory statements made in the university school newspaper where she was asked for feedback on the administration's closure of the Mosaic Multicultural Center and on-campus diversity space. Quote, I responded with my opinions, thoughts, and perspectives, she said in a YouTube video. I don't think I was saying anything that I hadn't already communicated with my supervisors, revealing she had meetings with high-ranking administrators at the university about her views on inclusiveness on campus. So right there, I'm questioning if she's really buying into this school's thinking. When you have these conservative Christian schools, it's either you fall in line or you leave. I did an episode a few weeks back where a young lady was re- was not allowed to attend her prom. She went to a Christian school. They had their prom and she wanted to dress in a suit rather than the normal prom dresses. And I'm assuming she's either bi or leaning lesbian. And I'm just making that assumption. She wanted to wear a suit and everything she wore was perfectly acceptable. I mean, nothing risque. But the Christian school's policy in their handbook clearly said that Men were supposed to dress a certain way, and they actually had a school uniform. Women had a school uniform. They said after school events that they had to continue to follow their policy, and if they didn't, they would not be allowed to attend. And she was informed multiple times she could not attend. Now, once again, like it or not, Christians think a certain way, and if you don't fall in line with that, you're going to have trouble with your company. My company is the same way. My company's more on the woke side, extreme woke side. There are a lot of things I do not like, but I know to keep quiet about it. You know, I, I don't make a, a big stink about it. I go along because I want to keep my job. One of the policies they, they've had for years, and I don't have to worry about it now, is that you cannot have a gun on any of their property. Now, I can understand, they don't. I'm, since I have a concealed carry, I'm not allowed to take my gun into their building. They don't want that. 
I perfectly understand that. But the fact that they said their property, I could not even have it in my car locked up in their parking garage. That bothered me because that meant I had to drive 45 minutes to work, 45 minutes home without my firearm if I wanted to have it, that they couldn't say, hey, as long as it's locked up in a a, a safe, secure place and your glove compartment does not count as safe and secure, as long as it's in your car, we don't cut it. But it's the building that we care about. But I don't follow that policy. I didn't like it, but I had to follow it. So the fact that the the school decided to close their on-campus diversity space and this woman was upset, I'm wondering if she is more left-leaning. Now, I'm not saying she's ultra-left. She's still could be a Republican. She could still be a valid Christian. I mean, she could still have the same faith. She just thought, maybe, I'm just thinking a little bit left of you, not far, far Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi left of you. It just slightly, I took one step left. Back to the article, Zella believes she was fired because of how she upholds her Christian values, but alleges the school is also motivated to appeal to more conservative political beliefs. Now, like I said about the the Christian high school that did not allow that young lady into the prom, the consumers or the customers of that Christian school are not the kids in the school. It's the parents. They're appealing to the parents. They create an environment that parents say, I want my child to grow up in that environment. And it's going to be conservative Christians or people that are conservative. They may be somewhat Christian, but says, I don't want my child to grow to be educated in a public school. Here's a good private school that has strict rules and strict guidelines. And that's the way I want my child raised. And this school was very expensive. I think it was anywhere between twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a year. Year. So it was not a cheap school. And it's the same thing here. The, the school's customers are not the students. It's the parents that are sending their students. Back to the article, we live in a very divided world right now where everything is this or that, right or left, conservative or liberal, Republican or Democrat. Zella told the outlet, I, I mean, <laughs> she sounds like she listens to my podcast and I know she probably doesn't, but I've been saying that we, we've only been given two options and she just named them all. Back to her quote, as Christians, I think we've gotten so caught up in these ideas of, quote, this is what I should be advocating for or upset about. And we forgot to actually care about people. I agree with her 100% in that statement that if you believe one thing wrong, you're immediately thrown into the other camp, the opposite camp. So if you say you, you could be a lifelong Democrat, you voted Democrat down the line. But if you make a comment of that the economy is a lot better under Donald Trump than Joe Biden, they're going to throw you as a MAGA supporter. They're going to accuse you of being MAGA. Everything. I was watching a, a, a YouTube channel where a person interviews people on the street and they will ask who are you voting for this time in 2024, Trump or Biden? Immediately they'll say Biden. It says anybody but Trump. I don't want Trump. It says, well, why don't want, why don't you like Trump? Oh, well, he's a liar. He's this. So just a general statement. Well, well, can you name me one thing he's done? Oh, you must be a MAGA supporter. You must be a, you know, they immediately go that way. And the person's just like, 
back up your uh, your decision with at least a, a coherent argument. And, and these people can't. And the same thing on the right. If you say anything nice about, you go on Twitter and say anything nice about Joe Biden and say, well, he has done some good things. And personally, one of my favorite is his Department of Justice has gone after these bad police officers. And not just police officers doing something minor, it's police officers doing horrific things. They have come down heavy on that. I love that. I think that's great. But that doesn't mean I will ever vote for Joe Biden. So she is great. We we get so caught up in our division. And if you're going to be a liberal, you have to think and feel a certain way. Or if you're going to be a conservative, you have to think or feel a certain way. And if you don't fall in line 100%, you're immediately being accused of being in the other camp. Then the young man that was restricted to his dorm room and could only leave to go get his meal and he had to get it to go to go back. He's being, you know, your normal teenager. I probably would do the same thing. You see him standing in the cafeteria, I guess in line, and he has a sign hanging on his back. It says, warning, I am an educator who speaks challenging truth. Administration has requested me to get my meal to go and leave promptly. I advise you to keep a safe distance. And part of me, I it's like, okay, these people were probably the rogue employees. I fit in that category. I've, I've been cl- classified as a challenging employee because I will not always goose step with the corporate culture. I, I will challenge things. So I, I, do, I, I do understand this young man. I do find it kind of funny. Back to the article. In a statement, a Houghton spokesperson said the university, quote, has never terminated employment relationship basically solely on the use of pronouns and staff email signatures, relaying that the school has, quote, required employees to remove, quote, extraneous information from email signatures, including scripture quotes, the outline report. So they created a policy that said in the bottom of your email, we want it exactly the same and here's what it's supposed to look like. My company does the exact same thing. And only about a year or two, they opened up to allowing people to put in their pronouns. You you had to have your name, your phone number, your cubicle location. I mean, they had a whole set of requirements. If here are the required things everybody must have, then they allowed some optional things like you could have a favorite quote or a motivational quote. You could have certain things. And then probably, probably, Maybe two years, two years ago, maybe even three years ago, they opened up the whole pronoun thing that we could add our pronouns. But they wanted everybody's email signature to be exactly the same. This company did the same thing, and they're just saying all we want is certain information. You cannot even have scripture, and these people pushed that. Now, if it was you can put anything, but ju- you cannot have the pronouns. Then I think the school they they have a right to do it, but they're a little wacky. But the fact that they said you cannot have anything but the basic information that I'm sure they clearly outlined and these people refuse to do it. Back to university. Houghton University is affiliated with Wesleyan Church. University President Wayne Lewis Jr. responded to the letter signed by the alumni over the administration decision to fire Zella and Wilmot. The closure of the diversity center and the affiliation with Wesleyan Church saying the school, quote, unapologetically 
privileges an Orthodox Christian worldview rooted in the Wesleyan theological tradition. Lewis Jr. also noticed that the university staff was required to reaffirm their, quote, understanding of and agreement to these commitments at the start of each year. So each year they present a contract saying, here's what we believe. If you believe the same, you can have a job here, signing your name at the bottom, that you agree with this and go to work. Just like the school in Tennessee that wouldn't allow the senior to attend her prom. There is a contract that the parents have to sign saying, you understand. And I would not be surprised as the kids got into high school, they made them sign a contract. Now, the little kids don't know what they're doing, but I could see that at the beginning of the year that they they bring out a contract to the kids saying, hey, if you're going to be here, you're signing, you understand the rules. My company makes me do the same thing. We have code of conduct training every year and at the bottom i and i do digitally i sign saying i understand the code of conduct and i am saying i will commit to following that code of conduct whether i agree with it or not so my company does the same thing they just happen to have a different code of conduct back to the article he cited the closure of the mosaic multiculture center was due to quote its current form and function no longer achieving the university aims so they didn't think it was valuable anymore. The Post has reached out to the university for comment. In the fallout of determinations, more than 600 alumni from the small Christian university have signed a petition supporting the pair and disagreement with the university's decision to close the diversity center. Here's a quote from Willett. I think it boils down to they want to be trans exclusive and they want to communicate that to potential students and the parents of potential students. Well, yeah, of course, if they are a strong Christian value school, they are going to be anti-trans. They are not going to allow a trans student to attend their school. Or if someone comes out as trans, they're going to be kicked out. Or gay. This really has nothing, you know, not just trans. It's it's any gay or lesbian, anything other than the normal traditional Christian worldview of sex and marriage. That's what they're pushing. And they are allowed to do it. My company, once again, they push a lot of woke ideas that I don't like. But I have to sign the, the code of conduct if I want to continue working there. And it sounds like these two people made enough waves and it was i'm sure they've been talked to multiple times it wasn't the first time they probably had multiple counseling sessions with the supervisor saying look you please stop doing this or we're gonna have to fire you that it wasn't just they put it in one time and immediately walked out no it was multiple multiple counseling sessions multiple talking to hr talk to him supervisors talk to him they had multiple opportunities and they kept on wanting to push I know at my company, if my boss comes to me and said, hey, you went a little too far in that meeting, back it up a little bit. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And I know where my boundaries are if I want to continue working there. Now, if I'm ready to retire and want them to fire me, of course, I'm going to go push the boundaries, but I'm not. So my opinion, the school can do what they want. They have a right to do what they want. It's a private school. They clearly define what they believe and the expectations 
expectations from the students. The students sign a contract agreeing with those expectations. These two kept on pushing the boundaries, went too far. The school got tired of it and kicked them out and fired fired them. At least that's my opinion. But this is just how crazy our world has become. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.